Hello, members of the Resilient Catholics community. Dr. Peter here. We are in week 26. This is our interconnections talk. We are talking about accessing and witnessing the childhood origins of our exiles' burdens today. We are on this pilgrimage together. We are working with our parts together. And last week, in week 25, we explored burdens and memories. Now, burdens, those are the extreme ideas, the extreme feeling states that accrue from frightening or shaming interactions or events. That was from Richard Schwartz. Burdens have this quality of being unresolved, unintegrated experiences. These are the threads of your life that have not been woven into your life story in an organized and coherent way. So the harmful event, the hurtful relationship, the attachment injury, the trauma, it's not yet metabolized. It was too much to take in at the time, not yet integrated, born by an exile. And those burdens could be painful feelings, grief, fear, shame, rage, could be negative beliefs, could be impulses or desires, body sensations, painful memories, the important thing to remember about burdens in this review is that they're not just memories of painful events. They are experiences that are not yet integrated, experiences not yet metabolized. And so therefore they stay in this raw, immediate state within our psyches born by exiles. Remember, a memory has to be fully processed in order for there to be this psychological and emotional well-being. You have to be able to make sense of your experiences. Your experiences have to be woven in. They have to be integrated into your life story in a healthy way. Otherwise, they're going to be banished or cut off, encapsulated. That's not good, right? So let's also remember that parts are not their burdens and that children need help processing and integrating their painful experiences. They need someone else who is recollected, who is guided by his or her innermost self. We talked about five types of memories in our, in our lives, explicit memories, implicit memories, generic memories, symbolic memories, and body memories. It's not so important that you hold on to all those distinctions. If that's helpful to you, great. But if you didn't get all of that last week, that's okay. That's okay. Today, we're going to discuss how to access exiled parts in their childhood memories. We're discussing how to witness your exiles. Now, some of you have already been doing this. You've connected with your exiles naturally. Your protectors were open to that. They approved. It's been going well. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Keep going with what's working for you. So this may be a review of what you already know or what you've already discovered in your own work. And I don't want to hold back anyone who's already been working well with their Excel. So take from this what's useful to you. But some of you have been really hesitant to work directly with your Excel. Some of you have waited, wanting more information, wanting more guidance. That's what today's meeting is all about. How do we work with the painful childhood experiences that are unresolved? Now, we've been working over the last few weeks Weeks 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 have all been leading up to this, working with exiles' painful childhood memories, the unresolved experiences. And we've been talking about the importance of working safely and securely. If parts feel safe and secure enough, then you have space to work. 
So the first thing, the first prerequisite, the first requirement for working with Excel's childhood memories, those memories that are unresolved, is to be in self. If we are in self, good things are going to happen. If we're not in self, there's a lot more unpredictability. And parts, even if they want to, parts cannot help other parts without the self. Now, just a brief review. When we are in self, we have those eight C's, right? Calm, connection, compassion, curiosity, courage, confidence, clarity, and creativity. And when you're in self, there's this sense of your heart being big, of being open, like the sense of expansive love, this compassion comes naturally. There's a sense of fullness or rightness or goodness, a sense of peace, relaxation, connection. When we are in self, we can accept and love all our parts with compassion, with curiosity. That means that any concerned parts are unblended. They're willing to let you as self lead and guide your system. Now, concerned parts, they have their fears. We discussed this in week 19 and week 22. They have fears about us approaching exiles, right? They have fears that the exile has too much pain or intensity, that there's no point in working with the exile, that the concerned protector will lose her role in your system or his role in your system, be rejected. The concerned protector may have trust issues, not trust that the self can actually lead and guide your system. The concerned protector can also be worried that the exile will be harmed or that some secret might be revealed or that a dangerous firefighter will be triggered or that the exile will re-experience the trauma. These are all the kinds of concerns from weeks 19 and week 22 that can come up when we are in self, we're unblended from these protectors. They can still be concerned, but they're giving you space. And so when we are in self, we can be separate, but near to the part, not fused with the part, not, not flooded, not overwhelmed with that exile. We can be in relationship. And this is really important because when we are in self, then we can really witness the exile's story. And while we've reviewed and discussed how to get to know exiles in the last five episodes, in the last five weeks, now we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the story. Now, this unblending doesn't have to be perfect, but we do want the self leading and guiding the system, enough self-energy. So if we're going to go back to the childhood origins of these burdens, this assumes that you have a relationship with the exile. We talked about that a lot in week 23. We've addressed issues of trust. We've asked if the exile trusts you. And there can be two reasons for distrust from Jay Early. One is that you're not in self enough yet. And the other is that the exile has a history of betrayal, a history where trusting has been harmful. Right. So this is assuming that we've worked through whatever the exile might not trust about you gotten to know the exile and the exile is willing to work cooperatively and collaboratively. All right. So let's assume that we have all of that in place, right? Specific guidance for working with exiles to get down to those deeper levels. That's where the burdens are. That's how they started. First off, as you get to know the exile and it may have already happened for many of you, 
as you get to know the Excel, the Excel will often show you the burden and the origin of the burden spontaneously. A lot of times you don't need to ask. It just seems to flow naturally from being in relationship, from being with the exile in that relationship that is separate but near. And sometimes you just have a sense of the story. You can feel it. Right? That could be from a partial blend to share information, not a flooding blend or an, or, or an overwhelming blend, but a partial blend. But then Jay Early and Bonnie Weiss do give us some questions that we can ask if we're seeking some more information from the exile. We can make a request, like, please show me an image or a memory of what happened to make you feel this way when you were young. Please show me a time when you took this role on in childhood. Please show me how you learned to believe this about yourself when you were little. What do you need me to understand about you that would help me to know you better? And you can also ask questions about the burden. What does your burden look like? What does your burden feel like? Can you show it to me? Now, as we begin to work with these original memories, it's important that we don't have another part that's speaking for the exile, like a spokes part, an analytical part maybe, who's trying to figure out what the exile's experience is. Instead, we're really looking for the story from the exile himself or herself. There's a great quote from Jay Early in his self-therapy book on page 221 where he says, quote, don't start rummaging through your memories and trying to decide which one to work with. That uses an intellectual process that probably won't be of much help. Close quote. Sometimes parts are pre-verbal, so they'll show you in ways that might not use words what you can do sometimes is ask if preverbal parts can borrow language capabilities to be able to explain it to you. They can, they can often do that, just borrow some language capabilities from elsewhere in your system. But if you ask and the exile doesn't seem to be showing anything, doesn't seem to be sharing anything, doesn't seem to be connecting with you about that early memory, there's a few reasons for that. You might be looking for an explicit memory, something very specific, some particular event. There might be some agenda to find that explicit memory. And then we want to unblend from a part that's seeking that and get a little more open, get a little more creative and be aware of implicit memories. Right? These are memories that aren't held in the same way. They're more vague or there might be memory fragments or body memories. There might be other subtle cues. Sometimes parts will give you a little bit just to see what you do with it, to see if you're patient, to see if you're compassionate, to see if you're going to get frustrated, to see if you're trustworthy. So it could be a way that a part is testing you. Now, the other thing is, if the exile doesn't share anything with you, that you might not have enough contact yet with the exile. We might need to ask concern parts to unblend, and we went through that in detail in week seven. 
It could be that the Excel is not yet ready to show you the memory. It might be afraid to reveal a secret. Now, this could depend on how in self you are. It might need to know that you're really in self, perhaps even more than before. Right, so let's, again, work on that natural recollection, ask parts to unblend, and to reassure the exile if you are indeed in self. So once you are working with a memory, you can ask the exile to fill in as much detail as he or she is comfortable with. This could be images, could be the narrative and words, could be other ways of communicating the story. And it's really important that you as self be present to the exile as a compassionate witness. Some really painful experiences may come up. So we want to we want to witness these experiences with a lot of gentleness and compassion. Now, when we're working with these memories, there's three aspects to any memory. There's what happened. That's the actual event. Then there's how the part interpreted what happened. How did the part understand what happened? How did it make sense or meaning of what happened? You know, what does that event say about the part, about the self, about the world, about relationships, about God? We want to also connect into the emotions and assumptions that resulted from the event and that resulted from how the part interpreted the event. We want to understand all these elements. So if the part only shows you the event, Ask about the interpretation. How did you, little exile, make sense of this event? What did the thing that happened say about you or about the world or about God? I'm going to ask about emotions and assumptions, the beliefs and so forth. And the focus is always on you as the innermost self on the relationship with your part. Really being in self. The content of the memories, the historical veracity, all of that is secondary to you being separate but near, you being in this compassionate, loving relationship with your part. You want to let the exiled part set the pace whatever he or she is comfortable with in sharing. You don't want to rush it. You want to let the story come to you from the exile. You don't want to press. You don't want to interrogate. And then you want to reflect back to the exile what you are hearing. Check to see if your understanding of the exile's experience is accurate. You can ask the exile directly about whether the exile believes that you are really understanding the depth of the pain, the intensity of the distress. Sometimes exiles may have trouble believing that anyone would understand or comprehend the intensity of the experiences. Sometimes exiles may have trouble trusting anyone. We need to work through that. And there are some benefits of witnessing exiles, right? When we witness the exiles, when they have a sense of feeling seen, heard, known, and understood, that is so powerful 
for those parts of us. That is us really loving ourselves. That is the second of the five primary attachment tasks. It's feeling seen, heard, known, and understood. The first is feeling safe, feeling protected. And so as you, the self, your innermost self can provide a space of safety, can provide a sense of protection, your, your protectors don't need to do that anymore. You're now interacting in a very different way. And that just opens up so many different possibilities. And so as we witness exiles, unresolved memories can now be metabolized. Some of these memories may be deeply buried, never thought about, always avoided, not allowed in conscious awareness. And witnessing exiles also allows memories to become integrated seamlessly into your life narrative to become part of your story. Body reactions can then calm down. The internal disconnects no longer need to be maintained. The exile can be fully understood by you, by your innermost self. And then the exile can be in relationship with the self. And that's so important because then the exile is no longer alone. And the exile can also then be in relationship with the rest of you, with all your other parts. And that is the beauty of the integration that we're seeking. That is the essence of what we're looking for, for well-being, is this integration, all of our parts in right relationship with the self. And so that's that's it for this Interconnections Talk for week 26. I invite you into discussion about connecting with your exiles, how that's going in your check-ins and in your parts sessions. And we will pick it up on the other side with an experiential exercise.